Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Hey, it's Tuesday, and it's Minute 56, and we're doing a special quadruple podcast with, of course, myself, Julie Fay, and my sound guy. Yes, me, again. Hello. Uh, that's Barry. <laughs> and we also have, I'm going to do it in reverse order now, Anthony Phillips. Hello. Who's an actor with many voices. And Chris Taylor. Ooh, awkward pause time. Sorry. <laughs> Who's a screenwriter, but, you know, he can write in the awkward pauses. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, I felt like making you longer, and then I was like, no, people are going to be like, something's wrong there. So, minute 56 <laughs> on Tuesday. This is about Delia trying to save a little bit of face here. Who has more fun than us? Well, actually, well, we'll talk about that later. Starts with that. Uh, then Otho praises the ghosts, but not really. He's being snarky and sarcastic about them being very sophisticated. Then Delia and Charles pretend to know that they knew about the ghosts all along. And in further conversation, we find out that the Inquirer has reward for proof of life after death. And Otho tells Charles that Max will be delighted to check out the real estate there now if he thinks there's a haunted house involved. And then we wrap it up with Delia's agent, who wants more proof that the ghosts exist. Who wants to go first? Can I just say National Enquirer proof? <laughs> Can I just say National Enquirer offering $50,000? For proof? Air quotes. You can't see the air quotes. But do they really need proof? To publish something in their magazine? Yeah, they're a reputable publication. According to our president-elect, yes. <laughs> well, I think I think the thing with National Choir is a lot of people get it mixed up with uh, Weekly World News also. Now, Weekly World News, I think, is really the one that she probably would have been talking about because that's the one that goes after the weird, bug-nuts, bonkers stuff. Like National Enquirer, at least nowadays, was is more like, you know, oh, uh, Tiger Woods was caught. With Ben Affleck and a uh, and Brad Pitt in a murder scandal with a hot air balloon flying over the moon and hookers, <laughs> hookers somewhere. I would read that article. <laughs> I was waiting for Alien Brothel to come in there somewhere and it didn't make it in there. But <laughs> no, that's Weekly World News. That's, so that's the difference. Is. Okay, so there is an Alien. The Alien Brothel. Brothel would be in Weekly World News. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Inquirer would be about the celebrity part. Weekly right. World News would be about the the X Files right, part. Right. You know. Right. Uh, jumping backwards a little bit, I, how sweet is Delia trying so hard to be popular with this artsy crowd when she's uh, like, oh, we're the most fun ever. Or wait, we, who has more fun than us? art sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, she tries. Bless her. She tries. Yeah, I kind of turned back against Delia a little bit in this moment because I, I actually have grown to like her. But yeah, whenever she tries to play along, they're like, oh, yes, totally. We've we've known all along. Tee-hee-hee. Aren't we so upper crust and classy and I don't know. I but, don't even know. Yeah. Just horrible. But Kissa. Yeah. I was going to say, has, have anybody here, by the way, just a weird question. Have you ever had a happy accident happen and then you totally played it off as if it was you planned it all along? Sometimes. There are those moments. 
I'm sure we all have. I can't think of any. Usually when I'm throwing a piece of paper and trying vaguely to hit a garbage can, and if it goes in, I'm like, yeah, I've won that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a lucky moment once on a short film I was in. I was playing a gypsy, and it was raining outside, and mid-sentence, or, or right after a specific sentence, real thunder came down, and I, like paused stayed in character waited for the thunder to finish and then kept going and of course everyone thinks that's a special effect but i'm like no that was mother nature and i didn't break <laughs> character it was it was awesome all you need is pez pulled a real uncle bill or uncle billy thing moment that's it's wonderful life reference yeah. sweet oh what an appropriate time we're recording this in december mm-hmm. actually the week before christmas yay Barry's <laughs> giving like thumbs up and strange things that are all. He's doing silence. a lot of mime, and I'm like, it is an audio cast, Barry. Yes, but we only have three mics. So, <laughs> will Santa Claus be in the ne- in in the Christmas podcast? Will there be a official and official? Well, we podcast Monday through Friday, and this year's Christmas is on Sunday. Yeah, you can't do a special Christmas edition. No. Well, I mean. All of a sudden, the seed has been planted. You mean a Nightmare Before Christmas edition? Oh, We're doing that now. <laughs> we should do a Nightmare Before Christmas edition. <gasps> like a one-off. This is Tim Burton. Barry is freezing in fear right now. Give us, y'all, give us a um, uh, comments or something. Let us know. Or send us an email at info at cinemabliss.com and let us know if you would like a special Christmas edition of the Tim Burton Minute. So for the other two people listening, would you like it? So write us and let us know. Oh, and be looking for our new Facebook group page. Yeah, yeah. baby. <laughs> it's out in the universe now. Can't you take have to it do back. It now. People are going to be looking for it. Can't take it back. I have to do it before Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny as people who are listening to the podcast who we make the Facebook page and then they're going to come to this and then they're going to get all the way to this episode and then they're going to go. Wait, that's how I got here. Inception. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. So, let's see. Is there any way to tie that into anything? Minute 56? Uh... Oh, we all planned this. We totally planned this. That's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Back on track. Choo-choo. Wait, we just did exactly what we were just talking about. Exactly. We just said the happy accident was a real thing we planned. That was a conversation we were having before we started this conversation. The silence you're hearing is my mind being blown by a Ewing. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> no, a Ewing. This one over here. Yeah. yeah. It's because we, we still just, you know, we're still in the Rogue uh, One. <laughs> the Rogue One yes. Aftermath. By yeah. the way, check the out Star Wars Minute. Or the Bliss, one might say. And um, on that note, remember to check out StarWarsMinute.com. Yes. We owe a lot to them. And if you feel like you owe a lot to them, you can join their Patreon and actually get their thoughts on Rogue One because their Patreon podcast with the Alliance supporters and up, you can actually listen to their thoughts before, I don't know, two years before they get to Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a little while. They're doing the other ones minute by minute, but first. And if you'd like to send us money for our fourth mic so Beric would actually be able to talk at the same time as everybody else, or at least in sequence, send us $400. That's $100 for the mic <laughs> and $300 for my Millennium Falcon drone that actually seats the actual figures, the 3.75 figures. Or the cheaper way to do that is simply to buy a, st- a Beetlejuice Minute hoodie or a Beetlejuice Minute mug, although you'll have to buy quite a few to get you know 400 bucks. 
Now you say figures. Can I put my Beetlejuice figure in and fly him around? If it's three point seven five, I think it would fit. Sadly, he was bigger than that. Aww. I like that. All eyes went to me. Is like, how big was the Beetlejuice figure? He was about four and a half, five inches. That's so right. He were. is our our figurine. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? As soon as they release a Lydia figure, let me know. <laughs> I will because it's never going to happen. <laughs> he will because he'll already have it before you do. <laughs> no, I think you'll have it before anybody else. Does. No, I won't know about it until you and Barry it'll, tell me because I can't keep up. It'll with all it'll this. replace your Lydia like voodoo doll that you've made. <laughs> you just keep I just want to work with Winona Ryder someday. And I'll be happy, and Aww. then I'll, I'll call it a day. <laughs> I want to work with Tim Burton one day. So <laughs> Winona Ryder's agent and Tim Burton's agent, <laughs> Anthony and Julie, are happy to work with you. <laughs> Excellent. Should we cut that part out? Did that sound uh, braggy? No, okay. why would it be braggy? That's that's life goals right there. That's life goals. I mean, it is life sitting goals. here. We have two actors, a sound guy and a scriptwriter. So Tim Burton and company, come find us. We will collaborate. <laughs> Um, moving right along, uh, because that would make us all like little happy puppies, which is, uh, me trying to tie this into Delia becomes like a happy puppy again, you know, when everyone's like, can you think of a time where you didn't know? And then she's like, you know, faking it. So she's really happy. And then she gets sad again because Dick Cavett is a dick. Mm. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of of puppies, uh, Otho has a a couple lines in the script that were cut out from the movie that makes it sound way more like he he sees them as pets. The lines in the script after he does the uh, Tracy and Hepburn's sophisticated pair, we must protect them, treat them with respect, and nurture them. Mm. Oh, it's interesting that you mentioned Otho. I was going to mention that in the framing of Otho in the whole scheme of the um, bar area, there's a painting behind them that shows two ghostly white figures, and it is deliberately, you know, just perfectly positioned behind one of his shoulders. I'm pretty sure that was on purpose. Well, and I think what bothered me about this is like these characters, they're just awful sometimes. Like they're because, OK, after if this would have been the mate was just wanting people out of their house, period. So they did, they did this fancy routine involving a song that lasts three minutes. So they get done with the song, and then they're like, let's watch them scatter. And Lydia comes up and says, hey, they want you to come down and talk to you. If these would have been any other people, they probably could have come down and been like, okay, you can see us now. You understand we're here. Let's have a conversation. We don't appreciate what you've done to our house. Could you change some of it back for us? And be like, hey, we respect your opinion. How long are you stuck here? 125 years. We won't be stuck here that long. Let's 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 make a deal. We can work this out. And it would have been really nice. No, instead, they're immediately like, let's profit from this. We can make it's like an amusement park. We can make it into something and get Maxi Dean down here and he can invest and blah, blah, blah. And it's the first time we've actually seen Otho and uh, Charles on the same page where they're like, about to high five almost. They're so excited with each other. They're like, yeah, we got this. Just like every 80s villain, villain from almost every movie. How mm-hmm. can we profit off of somebody yeah, else's just problems? Yeah, profit, you know. And it, it's kind of sad because they, they probably could have actually reached an arrangement and been like, hey, can we live here? Yeah. I mean, y'all bought the house. It's That's the law. But we're going to haunt it. If you don't mind. <laughs> okay, can <laughs> I suggest mind. an idea? Go ahead. Barry. Well, I mean, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yep. Yep. Ah-ha-ha. <laughs> See what you did there. Um, could I, I, I suggest maybe an alternate plan here, which maybe kill Jane, take her house, and then and they could go leave there, and Maitlands could uh, stay in their own house because Jane is just as evil as the rest of them. Well, Jane's not as evil. Well, no, never mind. Jane's. I couldn't even finish that. They're thought. stuck where they died, though. They couldn't no, no, transfer the, the death to Jane. Could go to Jane's house. Oh, gotcha. And live there. 
Gotcha. <laughs> so you you think they should just murder people instead? I just go. That makes why, them why, less why evil. Straight, straight, like up for the murder times. Well, you know it's horror. Hey, Beetlejuice dog, it. we got we got your next assignment. You can send Beetlejuice dog on assignments. Well, Beetlejuice needed a bride, right? Why not Jane? <laughs> Ooh, uh, hey. you should see Barry's face here. It's like you had to marry her. I was talking about Beetlejuice. Then little Jane Junior would have a stepdaddy. Exactly. Jane Junior, I'm gonna have it. nightmares. I think no, she's credited. I think it's Jane Junior. <laughs> but the the other thing that popped out to me in this minute that I thought was strange, and and I mean, I don't have a lot of experience with photo developing and things like that so this might I'm, I'm sure it's something you can do otherwise they wouldn't have done it but i noticed that so whenever lydia saw them earlier she took polaroids and now they have full like sheet size like developed pictures not only that but there are two very different types because you've got one that's just a full full frame picture and then the other has like a nice white professional border around it yeah well i i mean I would think if because I I wouldn't ima- I would imagine Lydia could develop film film because oh. they they even make the comments earlier like you know Charles offers to build her a dark room because she's into photography but can you take a Polaroid and some any way transfer it into a giant picture no I, no, I don't think so well, unless you have the negatives but well it, the thing is about the Polaroid is it is its own negative I don't know if you ever yeah. pulled one apart. But if in between in the layer is actually the negative that got exposed. So technically speaking, I think you so might be able to. So she would have to dissect her picture. Yeah. And make it get it as blown ups. Yeah. Then her parents would have to get a hold of them, or maybe they threatened her first and was like, "You turn these you, into yeah. you could also, blow ups for our friends to look at." You could technically speaking take the picture, take a picture of it, and then blow that up as well. Oh, that's true. Mm. I've done that before. Uh, with uh, digital stuff. Um, yeah, I was just going to mention this was pre photo before everybody had Photoshop, every single or scanners and mom, all those daughter, whatever. So that's pretty good proof that there's life after death, kind of. There's no feet. Well, well, I mean, there was, I forget the guy's name, but uh, there was somebody who was famous for taking pictures of celebrities like jumping. So it looked like they were, you know, in midair. Yeah. Well, so. before that, even if you go back to the time of Harry Houdini when he, they were investigating the two the fairy girls, tale. the fairies, which is actually a real story. Kodak actually investigated that and found that they could find no flaws with it whatsoever. And then later on, Houdini, after he went and the girls actually came forward and said that they had faked the whole thing. There, that was a really good movie, too. I don't know if it's it a good movie, it. too. Yeah. I did fairy see tale, that movie. Story. It's really good. good movie. There's two different movies. They're quite different from each other, but right. they're based on the same kind of idea. But yeah, I mean, so faking things is possible i mean they could have done something but and on that sad sad note because they you know everyone's about to leave them but i guess we shouldn't get there yet because we're not at that minute yet are we well i mean yeah this one just ends with dick cavett bringing everybody down being like well i've lost money already on delia's yeah it could be the realist and now i'm gonna need more proof because delia's lost me so much money and delia's like sir we got pictures and we all just got possessed this segment brought to you by droopy that's a lot like Droopy there. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm really mad. Can you say goodbye and, and talk us out of the minute, Droopy? I get you. Everybody's always saying goodbye to me. Nobody says hello. It's a very whiny, whiny Droopy. Very whiny. You can say goodbye if you want I don't to. like sand. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.